Welcome to the Nourish, Eat, Repeat podcast, helping people who want to improve their health and change their mindset around food so they can live the life they were designed and called for. I am your host, Adrienne Delgado, and in this podcast, you will get practical nutrition and health tips for both you and your entire family. I am a registered dietitian. I'll give you step-by-step plans to reach your goals, easy tips to stay motivated, and my favorite recipes that I know you will enjoy too. Nutrition and health doesn't have to be boring or grueling. Let's enjoy the journey while we strive to reach the destination together. So grab your water bottle and notebook because it's time to get started. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Nourish, Eat, Repeat. I am your host, Adrian Delgado, and I am the owner of a business called Body Metrics Health and Wellness Services. I am a registered dietitian, and the majority of my work days are spent meeting with clients one-on-one and helping them achieve their health and wellness goals, whether that be medical nutrition therapy because they're dealing with a specific medical condition or whether it's weight management. I also do a little bit of sports nutrition and, um, and family nutrition. That's probably one of my favorite things to talk about. Um, but the majority of what I do is meeting with clients one-on-one and helping them reach their goals. And so this week, I wanted to talk about a specific topic that I encountered several times with my various clients. And so I figured if I'm talking about this a lot with clients in the office, then maybe this is a topic that would speak to a lot of you. And so the topic is, how do I tell, insert my spouse's name, or my mother, or my mother-in-law, or a coworker? How do I tell them or communicate with them what my goals are when it comes to health because they're taking me in the wrong direction? Every week when I meet with somebody, whether it's on a weekly basis or every other week or monthly even, one of the questions that I always ask my clients is, what is the biggest challenge you're facing right now? And this one is a big one. Uh, I'm doing so well. I'm on track. You know, I'm, I'm doing what I want to do and what I feel like I'm, I should be doing. But whenever I go to my mom's house, I struggle. Or whenever I go to my mother-in-law's, she always, you know, makes all this food and wants me to eat it. She's like, she shows her love with food. And I don't want to be rude and I don't want to be disrespectful, but I also don't want to eat the food. And I feel like these people are sabotaging my efforts, but yet I can't not be around family. And I get it. I totally get it. So I wanted to talk about this today because so many of you guys are struggling with it. So like I mentioned, I had one client this week who has been going over to her parents' house because her parent has a pool. And every time she goes there, her her mom wants her to stay for dinner, but they always make burgers and hot dogs. And she's like, I can't keep eating all these hamburgers and expect um, expect to reach my weight loss goals. I had another client this week who also goes to her mother-in-law's house because they have a pool. If you can't tell, we're taping this in the summer. 
And um, her mother-in-law puts very large portions on their plates when they when they eat any meal there, to the point where it's problematic for her kids. You know, it's keeping her away from her goal. But you know, again, it's that touchy, that touchy relationship between you know mother-in-law and daughter-in-law. And so she's like, I don't want to cause a problem, but you know, how do I tell her that you know this isn't okay? And so this is absolutely a topic we need to address because I need to teach you how to advocate for yourself, but obviously we want to do it in a way that's both respectful and kind. So when it comes to your health goals, like I said, you have to advocate for yourself. Nobody is going to do it for you. A lot of times we like to blame or pass the buck on why we're not successful. Well, you don't understand. I had to go to my family's house and they made me eat the dessert, which we know is totally not true. Nobody shoved you onto the ground and force fed you pie. Nobody ever did that. But sometimes that's what it feels like. You know, when we get those disapproving looks or those glares or those comments, they might as well be holding us down because that's what it feels like. And because we don't like conflict and we don't want to make waves, we just do the the easy thing and we go the easy route. But if it's not in align with your health goals, that can cause a lot of a lot of stress. And we don't want stress around food. We want the exact opposite of stress around food. So one of my favorite uh, groups of people to, to counsel, like I told you, I love family nutrition. I love couples nutrition. And some of you may be thinking, what is couples nutrition? And it's just working with the couples together. They may each have their own particular goal, but because they live together, they want to work together to help them achieve their goals. And I love working with couples because now you're working with two different sets of strengths. Um, sometimes you're dealing with two different sets of weaknesses, but it's so important when it comes to reaching your goals that you communicate exactly what you need from your partner or you communicate exactly what you need from the people around you. So I want to give you an example of this and it's not food related. Um, again, for many of you that are listening, you are parents and so if you remember uh, back in the day or maybe in the near in the recent uh, past, if you ever delivered a baby and not by cesarean, if you delivered a baby, a baby more naturally, part of the process is when you are about to deliver the baby, you've got a nurse on one side of you holding your leg and usually your partner or your spouse is holding your other leg right? And the whole point of this is to get in a position where the baby can come out. I'm not going to get graphic here. You all know what I'm talking about. And so I remember with my first delivery, uh, my oldest son, um, you know, we're doing the thing. The nurse is holding my one leg. Jim is holding my other leg. We count to 10. We do the whole thing. And at the end of the, the 10 count, the nurse puts my foot back into the stirrup to give me a break and to rest but Jim just let my foot drop and I remember being in so much pain like I I I was kind of dumb I didn't do the medication route the first two 
deliveries. Um, I don't know if I wanted to be superwoman. I had the epidural with my third and it was glorious. So not quite sure why I didn't do that the first two, but I was young, I was naive and I didn't. But anyway, I was in a lot of pain. And I remember after delivering uh, my son, I was so angry at Jim. I'm like, you don't understand how much pain I am in from like my chest down. Like everything is on fire. Everything hurts. Would it be too much trouble to ask you to put my leg back into the stirrup? And so when I went in to deliver my second kid and my third kid, you better believe the first thing that I told him that he better make sure he does is when we're done counting to 10, you gently put my foot back in the stirrup because I can't do it. I can't do it. It hurts. I'm in pain. Like you must do this for me. You're not delivering the baby. The least you can do is put my foot back. And so every time we'd go into the hospital to have another kid, I'd be like, you remember what you're supposed to do, right? He's like, yes, I remember. But I had to communicate with him what to do. I'm not, I wasn't angry at him. Well, maybe in the moment I was angry because, you know, it was painful. But he didn't know what to do. I had to give him specific instructions so that he could be helpful to me. But he wasn't a mind reader in the moment. He had no clue to put, you know, your wife's foot back into a stirrup. He never did this before. How was he supposed to know? And so when it comes to our food, it's the same thing. We have to be very specific and tell people what to do if we want them to be helpful. So let me give you another example. And this one has to do with food. So, you know, for the most part, I won't say we are perfect because we are far from it. And I don't want to be perfect. But for the most part, you know, we eat a very healthy diet here at our house, right? We're all engaged in, in health and wellness and and exercise and sports. So we, we do have a more health-focused mindset in our home. And But there are times where, you know, whether we go a couple days over the summer and we're having more ice cream than normal or, <clears throat> excuse me, it's around the holidays and, you know, we might be eating a little bit more Christmas cookies than normal. And I will tell Jim, I need to get back, you know, I need to get centered back on track. Can you help me? And so I had that very dangerous conversation where I said, can you help me? And then I left it at that. And so I clearly remember the day we were going to eat some, I guess we were eating dinner. I don't remember what we ate, but I had my plate and honestly, I probably ate it too fast and I should have just waited to see if, you know, the fullness would have caught up with me, but I went back for a second plate uh, for a little bit more food. And Jim looked at me and he's like, are you seriously going to eat more food? I thought you were trying to do better. Well, let's just say that did not, that did not sit well with me because who was he to challenge me on how much volume I should be eating. Like I felt like it was a personal attack. And honestly, when I feel challenged, I get rebellious. And so now I'm like, you know what? Now I'm going to eat three plates because nobody tells me how much I should be eating. And I get it. I get how ridiculous that sounds, but that's me being raw and vulnerable and honest. And I was like, man, who's the dietitian here? You don't get to tell me what portions are. I already know what portions are. But in all fairness, he was doing what I asked him to do. I asked him to help me, and he thought that was helpful. 
He didn't know that saying those exact words were going to push me in the opposite direction to a point where I wanted to be rebellious and go the opposite way. And so I learned very quickly is I needed to give him the script of how he could be helpful. I needed to tell him the exact words to say when I was in the moment that were going to be helpful to me versus harmful. And this is a really important concept to learn because it doesn't matter how long you've been married or how long you know people, they are not mind readers. And it's time we stop expecting them to be. If we have an expectation that people know exactly how to meet our needs, more times than not, we are going to be let down and we're going to be disappointed and we're going to be frustrated. It is so important, number one, that we know when to ask for help. Hey guys, sorry for the interruption, but I wanted to personally invite you to our free four-day workshop called Diet Rehab, September 14th, 15th, 16th, and 17th at 8 p.m. Eastern. Do you consider yourself to be a professional dieter? You know, the one who has tried every diet out there only to have given up a couple days in because it's just too restrictive? Or maybe you have had success with dieting only to gain the weight back again plus some. If this is you, then diet rehab is absolutely where you need to be September 14th to the 17th at 8 p.m. Eastern. To register, simply go to bodymetricspa.com forward slash diet rehab to reserve your spot. And now back to the show. We don't have to do this on our own. We don't have to figure out this health thing on our own. We don't have to figure out weight loss if that's your goal. We don't have to do that on our own. There are people that are trained and educated like dietitians, for example, right? We are trained to know what are the, the correct steps that not only will yield results, but will also keep your body healthy. I have to remind my clients this over and over and over again. You know, most people say they want to be healthy, but they really mean, I just want to be skinny. And skinny and healthy are not the same thing. We have to make sure your nutrient needs are met so that you feel good. We have to make sure you're getting adequate nutrition in your body so you can move your body long term and not setting yourself up for injury because you're nutrient deficient. There's a lot that goes into this. And so it's important to know when to ask for help rather than trying all these different things and always coming up short. And so it's not a sign of weakness to ask for help. It's actually a sign of strength. And that's across the board. We're not just talking about nutrition or weight loss here. Uh, We can talk about therapists. We can talk about counselors. We can talk about any aspect of health, like even trainers or, um, oh, I don't know, chiropractors or, you know, physiotherapists, whatever it may be, we have to know when it's time to ask for help. And we can't be shy about it. But we also need to communicate what is helpful and what is not. All right. So I know personally for me, or I should say not personally, but professionally, um, when it comes to running a business, my strengths are not, you know, website development, or developing marketing materials, I know nutrition. 
And so for me to spend all this time trying to figure out how to develop advertisements would be a complete waste of my time. And so we hire people to help us with those things. So I can do the things that I'm good at and those people can do the things that they're good at. We have a team. We surround ourselves with a team of people that can help us. And it's the same thing when it comes to your health goals. Surround yourself with a team. You know, do not try to go at this by yourself because when you do it by yourself, it's easy to justify actions to one. But when you let other people in, whether it be a coach or a dietitian or a coworker or a spouse, all of a sudden you have a team that you can lean on. And you can rely on their strengths to help you, but you have to communicate what those needs are. And when you're communicating them, there is absolutely no reason that you need to be unkind about it, right? You can be very respectful. Here's the deal. This is the one tip that I always give people. If you are having a difficult conversation, and it's usually with a loved one, whether it's a parent or a spouse or an in-law, is If you are bringing up a conversation point about health or about portions or about specific foods, please make sure you have that conversation outside of the event. So for example, if you always struggle with, um, okay, let's go back to the example of the, the client of mine who whenever she goes to her mom's house, always has burgers for her and she doesn't want to eat burgers. And whenever she says, you know, can I bring something else or can I bring um, like turkey burgers or something different, they all roll her eyes at her. So here's the deal. When you are having that conversation with your mother about burgers, do not have that conversation in the moment. That's a conversation that you have maybe the night before or two days before you plan to go over. Because especially if people like to show their love with food, they're going to feel very offended if you try to bring up something in the moment when they are trying to show you that love. Does that make sense? So if you ever have to have a hard conversation with somebody about food or about meal choices or about anything with your diet, you want to make sure you have that outside of the moment. Because it's not fair to them. You're, you know what you want to say. You have it all mapped out in your head, how you want to say it and what points you want to come across. But for them, you know, they're also dealing with maybe other people in the house. And if you throw them off guard, they're going to feel attacked. And then they're not going to receive the information as well. So... If you are going to somebody's house for a picnic or a party and you know that the foods that they serve aren't in alignment with what you need, like maybe you're gluten-free um, and or maybe you're vegan, right? And so you don't go to the person at the party and say, I can't eat your food because I'm vegan. Here, can you make this veggie burger for me instead? Like that, that's not fair to the person, That's a conversation you want to have maybe two or three days before the party. Like, hey, I am so excited to come. We are so thankful you invited us. Uh, I just wanted to let you know I'm vegan and I'm going to be bringing a veggie burger to cook. Are you okay with that? Or would you prefer I make it ahead of time and can I reheat it? Like whatever that looks like, I just need you to have that conversation beforehand. That's really important. Okay. 
And then the other point when you're having those conversations is be very firm and matter of fact. Do not be wishy-washy. If you're wishy-washy in your conversation, it just opens up the door for them to try to steer you away from your goals. So let me give you an example. Let's say, let's go back to the, the example of the pool party. And you're at the party and somebody says, do you want a burger? And you don't want a burger. But you're like, well, you know, I really shouldn't. I've been really trying to eat better. I, I don't think I want one. No, no, no. That does not work. The only thing that's going to do is invite that other person to try to get you to change your mind. Well, come on, you can have a burger just this one time. What does it matter? You know, this is a party. We should be having fun. Why are you always so concerned about food? When you are all wishy-washy and I really shouldn't, I love to, but I can't, like that just opens the door for problems. Let your yeses be yeses and your noes be noes. It can just be, no, thank you. End of story. You don't owe them an explanation. You don't owe them a long-winded response. You can just say no thank you and then end the conversation. You can smile. You can be respectful. You can say thank you so much for offering but no thank you. There's there's no wishy-washiness with that. It's very clear that you are declining. Okay, but I think, and I, I, I don't think, I know, I get it. We don't want to be disrespectful and we don't want to appear unappreciative. But as long as you vocalize the appreciation first, then, then that's on them. If, if they don't feel appreciated after you said, thank you so much, I appreciate it, then that's on them and you can't take that on. You are responsible for your voice, you are responsible for your actions, and they are responsible for theirs. Okay? So guys, this is what we're going to work on. All right? I want you to think about, is there an opportunity that you can have a conversation ahead of time before you get stuck in the moment and then feel cornered? Um, Are there conversations that you need to have with loved ones about what your needs are or how they can help you be successful? What are the words you need to say? What are the scripts that you need to give them to help? I remember I had a client one time who was very successful with weight loss and his coworkers started noticing And they started to um, even comment like, wow, I see you're losing a lot of weight. That's so great. And in his mind, that affirmation or those words, which are, can be encouraging to some people, they actually took him further from the goal because in his mind, it was almost as if, oh, people are noticing. I must be okay now. I don't need to continue on my journey. And he still had some more weight he wanted to lose. And so, you know, but he's like, I don't want to hurt their feelings because it was really nice of them to say something. But all it does is make me want to go eat more food. I was like, okay, so let's give them the script. Like, again, you can't get angry at people if they don't know how to be helpful. And so he ended up, you know, the next time we came up with a line where it was, hey, thank you so much for noticing, but that actually doesn't help me in my journey. A better thing to ask me is, 
hey, I noticed you're working hard. How much water did you drink today? Or did you get that serving of vegetables in with your lunch? So, and then once people knew what to say, they said it. People love to be helpful. They just want to know how to be helpful. I told my husband all the time, you know, you challenging my food choices makes me angry. And so he's like, okay, then you told me to be helpful. What does that look like? And we ended up with having a conversation where it's like, well, if I want to work out, I need you to say, okay, and not roll your eyes at me. (laughs) That's helpful to me because when you roll your eyes, that makes me feel like I'm being selfish and I'm not taking care of my family well. And you know that that's not what that means. And, but that's how I'm reading it. He's like, okay, I can do that. And so then the next time I'm like, Hey, I want to go work out. He's like, all right, that's fine. And then there was no guilt and I was able to do what I needed to do and stay on track. So once again, it's very important that you're specific and you're matter of fact about what you need. And you have those conversations outside of the moment whenever possible. All right, that is your assignment for the week. All right, guys, so let's talk about recipes. Now, we talked about the pool and burgers a lot in this episode. So I wanted to give you one of our family favorite uh, turkey burger recipes. It is so simple, so quick and easy. And um, you probably will have leftovers that you can eat again the next day if needed. But uh, for this recipe, you will need three pounds of lean ground turkey. You'll need a quarter cup of seasoned breadcrumbs, a quarter cup of finely diced onion, two egg whites lightly beaten, a quarter cup of chopped fresh parsley, one clove of garlic minced, one teaspoon of salt, and a quarter teaspoon of pepper. Now, the nice thing about burgers is you just dump everything into a bowl and Throw your hands into that bowl and get messy. So you're going to put all the ingredients in, the turkey, the breadcrumbs, the onion, egg whites, parsley, garlic, salt, pepper, and you're going to put it in a bowl and you're going to get your hands in there, get messy, and you're going to mix it all together and you're going to form 12 uh, burger patties with that. And then you can either cook them on a grill or you can cook them. We have an indoor grill that we use a lot, like a George Foreman grill. Um, You can also bake them. You could cook them in a skillet if you'd like. Um, You just want to make sure that the temperature reaches around, you know, anything over 165 to 180 is perfect. And there you go. Easy, quick, delicious, healthy recipe, especially for the summer. All right, guys, I hope you have a great week. If you are looking for more help, if you would like to speak with a dietitian about your particular needs um, and would like an individualized plan for you, we would love for you to check us out at bodymetricspa.com. We have a team of six dietitians. We have one that works virtually exclusively with diabetics, Um, but... So actually, I guess we have seven dietitians on staff, but we have six dietitians who just have this amazing passion for nutrition and helping others. They have such a, a giving heart and a kind heart and, and truly want to see you succeed. 
in our practice, there is no competition. You know, what's wonderful about working in an office with lots of practitioners is we realize that there are different personalities. And so we want to match you with the person that you're going to be the most successful with. And all of us have a mentality. If that's not me or that's not another person, I'm going to get you to the right person right away because it's not about us. It's about you. And so we work really hard to develop a team where we can give you the best care. And, you know, that shows because I'm happy to announce, I didn't announce it before, but we actually won uh, Best Nutrition Group in Montgomery County. So that was very exciting. So you are in good hands, I promise you. But if you'd like more information about our practice, you can go to bodymetricspa.com and you can schedule right online or um, ask for more information and somebody from our team will, will reach out and answer that those questions for you. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening this week. I hope you have a great week and I'll see you next time. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Nourish, Eat, Repeat podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please rate, review, and share with others so we can reach and help more people. For more information about nutrition, how to work with a dietitian, or about any of our programs, visit our website at bodymetricspa.com. Or you can find us on socials. We're on Instagram at Bodymetrics Health or on Facebook at Bodymetrics Health and Wellness Services. The book, Nourish, Eat, Repeat, is available on our website and Amazon in both paperback and ebook versions. Once again, I'm Adrienne Delgado, and I'll see you next week.